Welcome back inside the Locked On Bucks podcast on this Thursday. I am your host, David Harrison. My partner and normal co-host, James Jarko, is taking the day off. Folks, we, we've got an exciting exciting moment, exciting episode here for you. At least hopefully you're as excited to, to listen to it as I was to record it and, 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 and have the conversation with the individuals that I had a conversation with, which you're about to hear. So recently... Gillette, you know, the the shaving brand, the razor brand, we we all probably know what that is. They started a campaign, some ads and, and some commercials and, and so forth. And what they're, what they're focusing on is, is some players, some athletes, uh, some rookies specifically, and, and their fathers and kind of how their bond, you know, uh, it has been formed and and continues to grow throughout the, the son's professional sports career. O.J. Howard and his father Kareem were, are just one one pairing in that ad campaign, and and the folks over running the the PR reached out to me via email and asked me if I'd be interested to to speak to O.J. and his father about some of the experiences they've had together through O.J.'s rookie season, and you know through the eyes of O.J. himself, and also through the eyes of a parent, and from from just a football standpoint and a Buccaneer standpoint, of course, I jumped at the opportunity, but also from a father standpoint, you know, I've I've got children of my own, and to kind of get to get a chance to speak to a professional athlete's father and get some insight into how he sees things and is is experiencing these things with with his son was just an opportunity I couldn't pass up. So that's what we're going to have here for you on the episode today. We're not taking time for for news or updates or anything like that just yet today. We'll uh, we'll pick that up again starting tomorrow when when James and I are both back here to to talk to you guys about all that stuff. It was it was a really great conversation and. I was able to really pick out some some of the good stuff that uh, you guys would be interested, hopefully, in, in hearing. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk to you guys about a little bit of business. And, and most of you out there out are out there living your life and handling your business and, and most likely making making your money for your family and for what you're trying to do. But, you know, it's holiday time and we can all use a little bit of holiday cash. You need it, and, and I can tell you I know where you can get it. MyBookie.ag is, is a place where you can go and score some serious cash on sports predictions. Believe it or not, the holidays are just around the corner. We all know it's the holiday season, and, and while it's going to mean plenty of parties and gifts and, and money for you to be spending out of your own pocket, it also means there's lots of football, there's lots of basketball, there's lots of hockey games going on, and you can bet on all of them, and you can score big every single day. Uh, so you, you can decide to jump into the game like the pros, Play like they do on play on, on game day, rather just your own way. And, and there's there's multiple ways you can do it. So you can play the money line, you can play you know you pick a side or you know go with the total score. Either way, mybookie.ag is your hookup for all your betting needs, and it offers you super fast payouts when you win. So when you're talking about online online sports betting, folks, you know where where you bet is is just as important as what you're betting on. And, and if you want to make money, you really need to visit this site. But, you know, don't take my word for it. You know, head on over there and, and, and give it a look yourself. They have odds on every single matchup on their mobile site, and it, it makes wagering on your smartphone just very simple. So head on over there now to mybookie.ag. Join up now, and, and when you make a deposit, when you make your initial deposit, you'll get a 50% bonus. So, you know, you deposit 100 bucks, they're going to match. They're going to give you 50% of that. They're going to give you another 50 So you got $150. All you got to do when you when you join up is enter the promo code locked on NFL to activate this offer. So head on over one last time to, to mybookie.ag where you play, you win, you get paid. Without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead and get get right to the phone call and and 
What you're going to hear next is, like I said, my conversation with O.J. Howard, Buccaneers tight end, and, and his father, Kareem Howard. And O.J., just, you know, three games left in your rookie year. How, how do you feel so far about, about your first season in the NFL? Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of learning went on. Um, you know, so, you know, it's been up and down for our team. But for me personally, uh, it's, it's been up and down. You know, I've, I've learned, uh, you know, what it takes just to be a pro. You know, it's, it's way different than college. You have to come in every day with the mindset to go to work. And then on Sundays, you know, you have to come in with bring your A game every day because there's guys on the field that um, that have really good talent. Kareem, you know, as the father watching your son out there, uh, you know, I think uh, Gillette did a really good job of capturing you, you know, there in the stands and, and kind of the emotion that you're feeling going through it. But how did you feel when you saw the finished product of, of what they were able to put together with you and your son? Oh, I, I felt really proud. Um, just to see him watch watch the guy through my eyes and just see his emotion. Uh, I'm a real proud father. Yeah, I'm sure that was a great moment. I'm trying to even imagine being in your shoes, how that how that must have felt. Great memories all around, I'm sure, being built throughout the draft process in this first year. And and talking about memories, OJ, uh, can, you, can you give us a, a favorite memory of yours, your dad with your family? I, I would just say when, we were probably like, when I was probably like six or seven years old, and uh, uh, we, we had a, we had a, a local baseball team, and we had, we won our we won our league. We got a big trophy at the house still. We won a championship as he was the head coach. And I played awesome. and all my friends, and we went on to uh, make the All-Stars. He's the head coach of our All-Star team. And uh, we made it all the way to, uh, I think, the state tournament where we lost out. But that's just a great experience, you know. That's when it first started, um, that bond and just winning the championship together. That just set the whole standard high for uh, the whole level of my athletic career. Awesome, yeah. And I'm sure, Kareem, I'm sure that's a moment. That's a time you cherish as well. But what's what's the moment that uh, you that lives in sticks out in your memory that maybe OJ is is not as aware of uh, that sticks out for you as a father? Well, for me, uh, as a father, one of the moments that stuck out for me was probably his, uh, his first high school game. And I, as I can remember, uh, his first high school game, he uh, when he came in kind of late to his school, he transferred. From another local school, he transferred to a private school. From a public school to a private school, mm-hmm. so he got, he got in kind of late, so he didn't get to do all the summer workouts. So the beginning of the season, he only played defense. He didn't get to play any offense. Okay. So finally, probably by mid-season, I guess the coach said, "Well, I think he I think he he's part of the team now. He's put in the work. I'm gonna put him on offense. First offensive play." I think it was a crossing route, maybe a seventy-yard touchdown pass. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so that kind of sticks out for me. Uh, for the great moment for him, his first high school game. Okay, so man, all, so apparently all OJ doesn't make big plays, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. That's that's awesome. Uh, OJ, you know, I know, I know, we mentioned a little bit earlier. Three games left in the year. You know, there's always that, that dreaded rookie wall. Do you do you feel like you hit any any type of wall, or, or you feel you feel good going into these these last three games? Yeah, I feel pretty good. You know, and I, and I would say that because you know, at, at the University of Alabama, we always kind of play around this time of year. Still, you know, we we uh, would always kind of make it to the big game when I was there. So, you know, we we'd be practicing right now. So, it kind of was used. My body's used to it. You know, playing this late in the season. It'll, I think it would equal out to playing 15 games in college, but in NFL we played 16. So, you know, it's kind of I'm kind of used to it, and 
Uh, I feel pretty good right now. Okay, great. That that sounds that sounds awesome. And and you mentioned playing in Alabama. You know, we all know that Alabama, just the SEC, really in general, is, is you know just a factory of NFL talent over there. And, and doing great things with developing you guys into being ready for the NFL game. Looking looking back at where you're at now, you know, we always know hindsight's twenty twenty. If you could talk to pre draft OJ, what what would you tell him? Uh, I, w- I would just say, you know, just enjoy the process, you know, because at the time, you know, it's so it's so much going on. You really never just get a chance to just sit back and and think about like where where you're at, you know. Um, you're interviewing with different teams every week. You're flying out to uh, like to to do workouts. You're training for the combine, and sometimes you just you you just take the moment for granted, you know. And um, if I could just go back and just say, hey, enjoy the moment and just live it up, man, and just be thankful for where you're at, I would just say do that over again. Kareem, going through the, through the draft process, parents really you guys don't really get to to kind of enjoy some of the limelight. That, well, uh, share the limelight with the national stage that is until draft night, right? Uh, I remember seeing you guys sitting on the couch with OJ, uh, you know, waiting for the moment and, and when he went through the Buccaneers hat on and all that stuff. What was what was the, what was the draft experience like from a parent's standpoint? Well, it was a great experience. Um, well, it was stressful for him, but also stressful for us also, you know, going through the, uh, the waiting process. But um, but Fuzz is though the combine and tribal city, we was there with him all the way. We actually me and my wife we went to the combine with him and and uh, that was probably one of the first cause a lot of parents don't go to the combine but that's us. We're mm-hmm. gonna be there no matter what. So it was a great experience going through that whole process of the combine, the draft and even going through the part where he went out to Arizona to train, we went out there with him for that also. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So, were you guys in the stands there in Indianapolis, or were they let you out on the field, or how that worked? Was right there. This is actually the second year that they let uh, fans come into the combine, mm-hmm. and so we was right there doing it all. We was right there with our eight eight the greatness shirt, so mm-hmm. supporting them all the way. So when he was on the uh, bench, when he was bench pressing, we was right there yelling at him. <laughs> You need to put that in the commercial. That's what they need to put in the commercial. That's that's awesome. Uh, what a great opportunity. That's that's great support that uh, system that you got there, OJ. So uh, going back, you know, a little bit of pre-draft, Senior Bowl coming up again. Some of the names have been starting to come out, and other guys who are going to uh, be attending. And there always seems to be, you know, a year. There's always kind of that one guy that really just just stands out. And, and you were one of those you know, last year, and then uh, Noah Spence was one, you know, the year prior. How much value did you get out of the Senior Bowl? Not just from, uh, you know, obviously your draft stock in- increased. But just from a football knowledge and kind of prepping, prepping for the NFL game. Yeah, um, I think the Senior Bowl is a great opportunity for that. Like you said, just to uh, switch over to the NFL, uh, get more NFL knowledge right after you leave college. Uh, we, I was on the team with the uh, Cleveland Browns staff, and uh, you know that's when I first started figuring out just the different way to run routes in the NFL. You have to uh, have different steps because the field is smaller, um, so all that takes uh, into consideration. Um, just learning our offense, uh, our NFL-based offense was a great experience. Having the coaching staff that was NFL-based, uh, it, it's just a great experience because it's totally different from college. And then just to get that head start on it, it uh, kind of sets you up for how it's going to be at the next level. Shifting gears a little bit to the current season, everybody knows it hasn't really gone quite as everybody uh, expected it to and, and really hoped it would. Uh, no more so than I'm sure than in that locker room. How do you guys deal with, with, with some of the noise, I guess, that's kind of from the peripheral as a team? 
Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's one of the things you just got to have to block out. You know, that's the thing our coach always says. Just block out the outside noise. You just keep the keep the main thing the main thing. You just What you have to do, you just have to stay focused on uh, what's inside the locker room, what's, what the team's capable of. You know, even though things aren't going as planned, you, you just got to go out there and be professionals and finish the season strong. Uh, or, you know, you can let it go to, go to worse, or you can just be a professional, go out there, continue to grind hard every week and try to get some wins together. It's got to be frustrating, you know, sometimes. I saw a little bit this last weekend of uh, some fans tweeting at some guys, and I know that can't be easy to deal with all the time. Kareem, from your standpoint, too, I know as a parent it can't necessarily be easy either. What is it What is it as a parent? How is it dealing with, with some of that the, the negativity? Well, as a parent, you know, we learn from, like I said, from high school to college to down to the NFL. It's going to always be some negativity all the time. And you really got to just block that out. I mean, it's, it's more positive than negative. Yeah. And as a parent, you, you know I mean, you know what your child is capable of doing, and, and you just got to block all that out. You can't really pay attention to the negative side of things. If you worry about the negative side of things all the time, it'll bring you down. Yeah, I can definitely buy into that message, I can tell you that. No, Jay, there's been plenty of positives for you, you know, on a, on a personal, you know, player level. You've had a pretty solid season when, you, when you've gotten in there and, and they've been able to get you involved in the offense. So definitely a lot to build off of. But we all know the negative noise sometimes, a lot of times, louder than the positive noise. So I know you've spoken before about Cameron Brayton and kind of some of the things you guys do in the tight end room with the, the fines and all that stuff. But how, uh, how, how valuable has it been having a guy like Cam Brayton who's kind of had to earn every, every step of the way of his career to help you in your development this year? Oh, it's been good, man. Uh, like you said, Cam, Cam's a great tight end, man. He's definitely one of the top in the, in the league. So, uh, just having him in the room and being able to, uh, you know, pick his brain about different routes and different uh, different ways to get, get open in the red zone is is, uh, is a big key for me. And, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, a great way to have a, a rookie season, just to have a guy that has so much success in the NFL to be in the room with you so you could uh, ask questions and learn from him to see how to have success like he has. When you're drafting the first round, you know, the the, uh, the emphasis is that you're the, you're the future of, of the franchise and, and the intent is for you to kind of be the guy. And I know Tony Gonzalez was, was, a, was a player that you said you, you looked up to a lot as you were developing. You have a quarterback in Jameis Winston, and, and you know, again, talking about the noise, he's had plenty of, of, of it surrounding him this season. And how confident are you that you and Jameis are going to be able to put together the kind of careers uh, as, as a tandem to kind of get you, you know, maybe in uh, the Tony Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez stratosphere? Even if that's a, a real high bar to, to, to climb up to, yeah, it, it just takes practice, you know. That, and that's where the off season comes into play. You know, you just have to um, get together in the off season and continue to work on it, uh, run routes, you know, get our timing down. You know, that's all it takes is just practice. The more you practice, the more it becomes perfection and becomes second nature. Um, it, it, it's hard, of course, but it's just going to take time and just takes preparation and practice. So I think we'll get there, and we have a lot of time to uh, to practice. It's about oh, Upcoming off season. Yeah, uh, so you guys are. You think you guys will get together during the off season and work out together? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, and talk about opportunities to get better. The last three games are against division rivals. I'm sure, you guys want to do, do well against every every opponent, not just division rivals, but these are the guys you face six times a year. So, uh, big opportunity to kind of measure yourselves uh, against uh, the teams in your division. And I know uh, you, you've gone on record before saying your goals aren't really stats based; they're more performance based. If you had to pick one part of your game that you really want to see yourself improve on these next three games, what would that be? I would just say uh, 
catching traffic, you know. Um, just probably that's one of the, the uh, ways I would just say I can improve on, you know, the catching traffic over the middle of the field or anywhere. Um, it, it's different, you know. The NFL, the hashes are way closer, so everybody's closer. The safeties are down um, closer, down tighter. Um, the catching traffic would probably be one of the things I can say I would love to see myself improve on the last three games. Shipping in a little bit, uh, a little bit less of the serious side of things, uh, stumbled upon a video of you in Alabama asking fans about yourself. Yep, yep. Uh, Kareem, did you ever see that video? Yes, I did. That's a, that's a really good video. Um, how is how is that experience? Because I mean, that's that's kind of the, uh, the the NFL curse, right? Like you guys, I mean, you got helmets on all the time, and in certain circumstances, it's, it's a penalty and fines and all that to take your your helmet off, so it's kind of hard for you to get your faces out there and, and all that. Uh, how how interesting was that experience there? It was very interesting. It was a cool experience. I was doing an internship with our local uh, TV station on campus, and then, you know, they asked me if I wanted to go around it and uh, try to ask people if they knew who I was, did they recognize mm-hmm. me. So, of course, I said, yeah. And uh, it, it was funny, man. Half of the people, you know, of course, on the video didn't, didn't recognize who I was. So, you know, that went viral. Uh, but that, like you said, that's part of it, though. We wear helmets so much on the field that a lot of people don't recognize our faces; they just recognize the name. And uh, and and that was a video that proved that, and it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I was I was laughing throughout the entire thing. I did have a question though. So there was a, I don't know if you remember. I know it was a little while back, but there was a there was a female student in in that in that video. And when you revealed that you were OJ Howard, she kind of freaked out a little bit and. You had your hand out to shake her hand, and in the video, she never shook her hand. But did she, in, in real life, did she end up shaking your hand, or did she just kind of freak out so much that she never got around to it? Oh, yeah, 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 she did, man. She ended up giving me a hug and everything. Like, uh, okay. she was, yeah, 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 I know you're talking. She was pretty excited. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she. I think she kind of recognized who I was before anything, she said, because uh, she ended up being close to where I grew up in my hometown. She was, like, 30 minutes okay. from me, so. She said she had already heard me before, so she kind of knew who I was. Awesome, great. Yeah, just, I saw her reaction, and she was mind-blown. And I was like, oh, man, you just trying to shake your hand, and you get beat right, and, and yeah. you turn the favor. Um, so so you're, you're a Cam Newton fan. Is that uh, is that still holding strong while you're in the NFC South? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect him as a, as a quarterback. You know, he's he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I wish him well. Oh, I mean, when he's playing, except when he's playing against the Bucks, I hope he, you know we come out the victory. But you know, as a, as a quarterback, I hope he does well in the NFL. Yeah, to be honest, like you, you have a very uh, humble personality. It seems you, know, you seem to be a very well-grounded uh, individual, and and not saying that Cam's not a grounded individual, but you know, he's definitely more of a uh, demonstrative personality and. And so it's kind of a surprising moment for me to read that he was kind of one of the guys you actually modeled one of your celebrations after him. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, so th- this is when I was in high school. You know, I I grew up an Auburn fan actually. So when when Cam Newton went to Auburn in 2010, I was a, I was an Auburn fan and I was a big Cam Newton fan. So man, whenever I scored a touchdown in high school, man, I would do the Cam Newton celebration with Superman. So that was that was mm-hmm. back in my sophomore year in high school. I was I was uh, I was big on the Auburn uh, Auburn fan base and big on the Cam Newton. So that, that was that was one of those years I was I was huge for him. Okay, you gonna you gonna break out that Superman if you score against Carolina here in a couple of weeks? Oh no, nah, man! I, I put that I put that to bed. Let me agree here. I got a flag. I got a flag one game in high school. I ain't done it since. Cool, awesome. Well, I know uh, I know you got more time to or more things you got to do in your busy schedule. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you you taking the time to speak to me. Thank you. Thanks. Good luck.
All right, folks, back here with the Locked On Bucks podcast. Again, I'm David Harrison, and, and you were just listening to my conversation with O.J. Howard, Buccaneers tight end, and his father, Kareem, about O.J.'s rookie season and among some other things. You know, we really kind of ran the full gamut of, of topics from the 2017 season with the Buccaneers to some of his experiences in Alabama, and we talked about some of his high school stuff, some family memories, and, and so on and so forth. Just a great opportunity for me to be able to have that conversation with, with those two gentlemen. Hopefully you enjoyed it. That's going to wrap up our episode for Thursday, for December 14th. Again, thanks for listening. As, as always, if, if you're new to the podcast, you know, uh, we, we unfortunately don't have a Buccaneer on the show every single week. Uh, we will, of course, take every opportunity we get to have one on the episodes. But James and I do our best to try to bring you uh, some, some good Buccaneers content. There, there's a lot of Bucks podcasts out there, so if you're taking time to listen to us, and we, we greatly appreciate it. Hope you come back. And, and for those of you who have been listening and, and supporting the, the podcast, we, we definitely appreciate you. We appreciate your comments, your questions. Please continue sending those. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can find me on Twitter at DH82 underscore Bucks. My co-host James Yarko is JYarko underscore Bucks. Or just hit up the, uh, the, post or the uh, podcast Twitter page at LockedOnBucks. So, for the very last time, thanks again for listening. This has been the Locked on Bucks podcast. Go Bucks!